Midweek, we appreciate you and thank you all for checking in on our text line. You can call us and text us at any time during the show. We have Rick, Diane, and Sarah checking in this morning. So is Raul, Turtle, Boople, Rudy, Jan. We have Husker, Bob, in Kansas checking in. Cujo, Wayne, Lance, Jim in Michigan, Sandel, Deborah, Jeremiah, Jessica, Marcus and Maria, Melissa and Francis, Nelsie all listening and checking in on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM. We have Melanie this morning checking in, Aaron. We have Ada, Martin, Michelle, VGK fan is checking in, Mike from North Las Vegas, Cassidy is listening. So thank you for that. And good morning. Good morning to you. I got I called up this morning watching the Olympics live, watching equestrian horse jumping. This morning, my wife has uh, this woman's become her friend. Her name is Ashley Bond, and she's a big rider out in California. And she's a trainer and travels the country and does these clinics. And that's how my wife met her. And she's she's in the Olympics, and we watched her last night, and then we watched her go live this morning. So it was my house was filled with Olympic festivities this well, morning. Well, good. That's very cool. Congratulations on your friend. Yeah, yeah. She made it. She she made it through the first round last night, uh, and then she got knocked out today. So which oh, was kind of a bummer, but she was just watching last night. She just seemed super super excited after she completed the first round but yeah this morning she knocked over a rail and as soon as it happens like ah he can't recover from that and horse jumping so she's she'll be make she'll make it to the team competition which is huge but the single stuff she she got knocked out this morning but still to make it to the olympics and see someone that that you know make it to the olympics it's a cool thing yeah that's quite the accomplishment that's really cool yeah so that was my morning so far today my my, my morning is uh (laughs) my morning's not as eventful same uh just kind of same old same old last night i we went to first Tuesday it was uh it's an event that Metro does uh in their various areas of town and and I'm in the Summerlin area so we went and basically they just kind of give you an update on what you know kind of what's going on in your area they had some awards for certain Metro um employees that have just gone above and beyond in the last year and that was really cool to hear some of the stories that they you know the things that they've done for our community and and so that was really inspirational and then they just talked about some of the crime and some of the things to look out for uh last night the topic was they were talking about like hate crimes and and what you need to know and they were talking about some of the different groups and what some of their symbols are and and just if you see those things um, just call them and just give them a heads up and and it was really interesting and it was really cool to you know you get get to interact with some of the metro officers and I, we took the whole family and it was a lot of fun it was it very fun it, it was very educational I, I i wouldn't say like we were like having fun but it was educational and everybody was really interested and it was a really good turnout too and they do this every tuesday or the first tuesday the of first every month tuesday yeah, of every cool month wow. yeah so we did that last night came home uh still trying to catch up on love island the problem with love island is they have like an episode almost every single night so i am so behind but i watched a little bit of that totally caught up on big brother and then just 
it was one of those days, like I said, it was just kind of going, going, going. And I passed out this morning. I opened my eyes. I felt like I had just closed them. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's already time to get up and go this morning. <laughs> but we are ready to do it. So that's, uh, yeah, it was a good night here. It was this morning for me. It was, uh, I'm, I'm lying in bed and all of a sudden I, I feel Jack's jumping because he, he, sleep, he has his own guest bedrooms. We have three bedrooms upstairs and there's a guest bedroom that he sleeps on the bed. <clears throat> and so I transferred into this other guest bedroom last night and this morning. My alarm goes off at 3 o'clock in the morning, but I feel him jump on bed. I'm like, oh, what's he doing? Why is he? It's, it was 2.50. I'm like, dude, mm. the alarm's going to go off in 10 minutes. What are you doing, man? I'm like, go back go back to bed. Go back to bed. So yeah. He left that room, and then and same thing. I passed out for, for 10 minutes. I'm like, ah, I still got 10 minutes to sleep. It was very nice. I uh, I never am able to fall back to sleep when I have when that happens. Like 10 minutes left, I'm just laying there like, don't sleep through your alarm, and I'm wide awake. I'm, I, I'd be better off just getting up at that point, but I still don't do it. I had that debate, too. I'm like, okay, get up. It's 10 minutes. I, I felt refreshed. I'm thinking, get up and get a 10-minute jump on your day or just go for 10 more minutes. And, and the sleepy side of me said, go for it, dude. Just sometimes just laying there, even if you don't full, fall full back to sleep, just laying there feels good. Kind of resting your eyes and stuff. It does help. Yeah, it does help. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah, that's our morning. How's your morning going? Let yeah. us know. <laughs> and uh, let's get the show started. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Walking on Broken Glass? by Annie Lennox. Do you want to hear Hook by Blues Traveler? Sexy and I Know It by LMFAO. I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. Those are your choices. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Sexy and enough. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Britney Spears, she kind of wrote a short novel on Instagram yesterday about accidentally locking herself in the bathroom. It happened at 2 a.m. when she went to take a bath because she got a new scented lotion from Victoria's Secret and she wanted to wear it because this lotion helps her sleep better. Then she couldn't find her face lotion and went to look for it in the bathroom, and that's when she noticed the door was locked. She couldn't get it open. It took over an hour for her to get out. One of the main things was trying to wake up her boyfriend. So I guess apparently when he, he falls asleep, she says he'll sleep through an earthquake, so she had to wake him up. He couldn't get the door open. It took an hour to get her out. She said she ended up drinking some old coffee that was in the bathroom because she was feeling foggy. She said the old coffee helped her feel re-energized during the process. Oh, man, that's some scary stuff there. <laughs> you locked in somewhere and there's like no one listening. That is terrifying. Glad she's okay. You're banging on the door. Wake up, dude. Ugh. Come on. Well, speaking of baths, last week we found out that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis don't bathe themselves or their kids often until they actually see dirt. Well, now on The View yesterday, Kristen Bell and her husband, Dak Shepard, they agree. Here's what they had to say. I'm a big fan of waiting for the stink. Once okay, we catch we a whiff, that's that's biology's way of letting you know you need to clean it up. There's it's a gone. red flag. There's a red flag that's because, right. honestly, that's right. it's just like 
bacteria. Once you get the bacteria, you got to be like, get in the tub or the shower. So I don't hate what they're doing. I wait for the stink. They've got two daughters who are eight and six, and they say they initially bathed their girls every single night as a routine, but then they started forgetting and couldn't remember when they last had a bath. That's uh, when you leave it in their hands as they get older. That's where it gets interesting. Yeah, I literally walk up. I'm like, did you shower last night? <laughs> yes. Are you sure? Yes. Positive. I thought so. Oh, get in the shower. You start catching the stink. <laughs> oh, I just go up and I sniff them and, just, and I can tell. You smell the room and stuff. Oh. What did The weekend and Jim Carrey have in common? Apparently a love of telescopes. The weekend talked about his friendship with Jim in a recent interview and about how he just showed up. Jim just showed up outside his place one time. The interviewer then asked, like, how does Jim Carrey know where you live? And the weekend said they've had telescope dates. Yeah, the weekend says Jim was like, where do you live? What floor do you live on? We looked at the windows on our telescopes and we could see each other. They live two buildings down from one another. Jim apparently even surprised the weekend on his 30th birthday and took him to breakfast on his birthday. That's a funny way to make friends with someone being a peeping Tom. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're buddies. <laughs> you're peeping at each other. Yeah. And if you missed this, the weekend, uh, he has a new song coming out Friday. It's called Take My Breath. And you know, we'll have it here on Mix 94.1. So no music, new music coming from the weekend on Friday. And the last one here, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan, and Ryan Seacrest, they're all returning to American Idol for the upcoming season. This will be the 20th season overall. Five seasons on Fox, 15 on ABC. Yeah, yeah. No, was it Fox? It was Fox first, then ABC. Either way, 20th season starting next year in 2022. Oh, wow. I, at what point do we say, okay, we're good? I know. It's I, time. I can't tell you the last person that won outside of Kelly Clarkson. I don't even know who's who's judging right now. Is it J-Lo? No, it's Katy Perry. Oh, Lionel that's Richie, right. Katy Perry. Oh, see, I don't even remember. <laughs> it's time. We're having a Paul Abdul. Where is everybody? Yeah, right? We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Taylor Swift. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1456. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, August the 4th. Thank you guys for joining us. And um, how you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm good. There was um, We played this clip earlier in the week, the Mark andre Fleury, the Chicago arrival. This, If you missed the clip, here's, here's Fleury from earlier in the week. Hey, Chicago, it's Mark. So I'll let you know I'm in. Let's get to work. We didn't get a chance to talk about it, but what did you think of him when he put on the jersey for the first time? Did you see that video? The I, sweater? I saw the, the picture of him uh-huh. sitting there in the locker room wearing it, and he looked miserable. <laughs> he looked like he was trying to send us signals with his eyes, like, help me. Please He's being help. Hostage. He, that's what he looked like. I, I don't know if anyone else get that, but he looked completely miserable. And I think it's a sign. I think that I think we need to help him. You guys, I don't know what we can do, but um, can we pull all our money together and try to get him a <laughs> contract back here? Because, yeah, the poor guy looked absolutely miserable. We need to read the message. Chicago is a wonderful city. I am so happy to be here reading a script that they gave him to read that. Yeah, it, it just it wasn't it wasn't for real. He he did. Look at his eyes. And I saw a funny meme where they, uh, they you know, the ones where they like have the picture and then they focus in a little bit and then mm. a little bit more and then they're really focused. And it's like and then at the very bottom, it said, help me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Mark Andre Fleury, you are already missed, my friend. The he conditions are wonderful amazing. here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's just too bad. But it hurts. It hurts. It, it does hurt. It, and I think it's going to hurt even worse when we play 
the Chicago Blackhawks. That's going to be so weird just to not want him to succeed. But I'll be honest, part of me will still want him to succeed. Oh, yeah, no offense. I love our Vegas Golden Knights. We go to Chicago and play in Chicago or he comes here. I want him to shut out our team. I want us to lose and I want it to be a shutout. I want to see him succeed and just so show, every, you know, I, I still got it. I'm still great. Look at me. I want him. To, I want him to. That's all I, I want. I don't know if I want a shutout. I, I do. Mean, I want I him do. to save some pucks, but I still want our team to win. I'm not going to be anti our team. Now. I'm down for a loss that night. I'm totally oh, down for dang. a loss that night. So, moving forward, let's keep on winning. But that one night, I want to see him have some such great success. Rest of the team. Not happy with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just yeah, being honest, yeah. You know? And hey, I'm sure a lot of people feel the same uh-huh. way. It's just it's hard not to be that attachment, and that's a thing. Like that's sports. Your favorite players don't play for the same team for their entire career. If they do, consider yourself lucky. But it's happened. You know, I'm a big Yankees fan, and and there's been times where players that I really liked got traded or you know went to other teams. And then uh, my dilemma was, and this happened with the Golden Knights too, the very first season, James Neal was my favorite player. And then um, he got traded and I'm like, huh? And it, 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 but it hit different. It wasn't the same as Marc-Andre Fleury. It was like, this, this really sucks. So like, am I his fan still? I don't want him to win anymore. This is when he went to Calgary. And uh, so I just, I stopped following him on social media and then I put away the jersey and it was like the end. But with Flurry, it's different. Like, that does not end <laughs> as, as soon as he goes to another team. Yeah, you still have the real. Uh, yeah, I believe that. You still have that relationship with that person. You're a fan of that person, the thing that they've done. And in the end, you want your team to win and succeed. But you, I, yeah, you, I think you still follow that player. And I was thinking, I need to take a look at it. Our, the first season, we had our hockey shirts, and we had five names on there, right? I think there's only three names left on the team, or maybe two names from the original five that were on that shirt. I forget the names that were on there. But I know we lost a couple of guys. Yeah, I, Neil was one of them on was there. He? England was on there. Flurry was on there. Um, I think all that's left is Carlson and Tuck, if I'm not mistaken. Collector types. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other names on there. Uh, I think those were the five. I thought we had more, but I, maybe, maybe you're maybe, right. No, maybe, maybe it was more than five. I'm just trying to think of the names that were on there and the names that have traded or have retired since then. Oh, boy. It's tough being a sports fan. We got your message, though, Flurry. We saw it in your eyes. I know. We're, we're trying to rally the troops to help, but we don't know. What, our hands are kind of tied right now. Let's talk about today's show because we have so much going on for you. John Mayer will be here next year. We got your tickets in the 9 o'clock hour, 940 on those tickets. WWE's SummerSlam Allegiant Stadium, August 21st. Your tickets when you win heads up at 825. And there's a cool grand prize attached to this. Grand prize is upgraded seats. We'll be sitting together on the floor. And those will be the seats that you get to take home with you. There's commemorative seats that they hand out. It's a really cool uh, grand prize with WWE SummerSlam tickets. In about 15 minutes, we do have that Apple HomePod Mini. That's yours when you win heads up around 625. And up next is what's trending. What do you got for us? Lizzo is starting some major rumors, details on the new Disneyland annual pass, and the new artist that McDonald's meal is coming out. Which artist they're spotlighting? That's coming up next in What's Trending. That is Duncan Loris. Arcade is the name of the song. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. We've got that Apple HomePod Mini. That's yours in about five minutes when you win. Heads up. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending on Mix 94.1. All right. This morning, it looks like Lizzo is trending. The singer has announced that she will be releasing new music this year. Her new single, Rumors will be arriving next week. 
on August 13th. This is going to be her first new release since the arrival of her platinum-selling 2019 album, Because I Love You. She recently posted a TikTok that has a lot of people talking, speaking of rumors, joking that she was pregnant with Captain America's baby. This is something that I've been really trying to keep personal and private just between me and the father of my child, but since we're airing out all the rumors today, I've been sucking in. We're going to have a little America. <laughs> well, that was not true, but she actually later posted a screenshot from Chris Evans' DM that he sent to her saying, Hi, just heard about our little bundle of joy. My mother will be so happy. Just promise me no gender reveal parties. <laughs> she sang on the last album about the man on the Minnesota Vikings that she was with. Maybe sing on the new album about the man from the Marvel Universe. The man on the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. I, I think this is all tying in nicely to the new single called Rumors. So that'll be out next week. Also trending this morning is Disneyland, the happiest place on earth, has a new annual pass program. It's called the Magic Key, and it includes four options. The options, they actually range in price from $399 per year for Southern California residents to $1,399 for the option with zero blackout dates and the greatest flexibility for making reservations. Now, let's explain kind of how this this works. Although the prices are lower than the previous season passes, park goers are now limited by how many blackout dates come with each option. And pass holders may not be able to make reservations even on days that are allowed by their pass due to park crowding. They're really trying to keep a cap on the amount of people that are in the park to prevent overcrowding. So let's say you decide, oh, we want to go today. Let's go to Disneyland. And then you go to make your reservation. They could be all filled. So mm. you're not going. Um, I will say, having gone there about a month ago, I did like the reservation thing because, yeah, the park was not super crowded. I wonder how how long they plan to keep this in place, if this is still temporary, if this is going to be a more permanent thing. Not ha- not being, you know, elbow to elbow with a ton of people was kind of nice. Yeah, that that's a nice feeling. Do you know how many times you've been to Disneyland? Because there was a story about a guy who, prior to the pandemic, was going for like almost 10 years, like 3,000 days in a row he went to Disneyland. And then the lockdown happened, and they shut down Disneyland, and he couldn't go. And, and then when it reopened, he said well, he, he's had his fill. He's still going to go, but not go every single day. Do you know how many times? This guy, 3,000 times in a row. Do you know how many times you've been to Disneyland? I don't. It's certainly not anywhere close to that. I mean, I'd say, you know, a couple dozen times, maybe. That's a good amount of times. Yeah, it's a, I've been there. We've been very lucky because I'd say 95% of the times I've gone has been with the radio station when we're broadcasting yeah. live there. So that's that's kind of yeah. how I get to go uh, there. Sales of the Magic Key Passes begin on August the 25th. Also trending this morning is keto. Don't shoot the messenger, you guys, if you're doing keto, okay? A new study is warning that the diet may be doing long-term damage to your health. Researchers are warning that keto diets are a, quote, disease-promoting disaster. They say that the diet increases the risk of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, and even Alzheimer's. High-protein keto diets can also speed up the pace of kidney failure in patients with kidney disease. Interestingly, though, they did note that a keto diet may reduce the the frequency of seizures patients dealing with drug-resistant epilepsy. So they're just saying that 
it's doing a lot of long-term damage. And if you're on it, really reevaluate and be careful. Again, this is them. Don't come after me. I'm just reporting <laughs> it because I know there's a lot of people that love keto. I got a buddy that did it. And he was telling me he, he lost a lot of weight initially, which was, I think, just that water loss. But he said he was just, he felt like dehydrated. Yeah. All the time. Like, just thirsty all the time. No matter how much water you drink. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just need water. I felt so thirsty. Um, finally, this morning, McDonald's is trending. The chain previously unveiled celebrity meals. Some of those meals feature Jay Balvin, Travis Scott, BTS. And now they are introducing another specialty meal from rapper Saweetie. Now, she says, McDonald's and I run deep, so I had to bring my icy gang in on my all-time favorites. Here's what you get when you order the Saweetie meal. It's a lot. I don't think she eats all this. I really don't. It, it comes with a Big Mac, a four-piece chicken McNuggets, a medium uh, fry, a medium Sprite, and tangy barbecue sauce renamed the Saweetie and Sour. McDonald's is encouraging customers to remix the meal by topping the nuggets or Big Mac with fries in Saweetie's tradition. That's what she does. She puts, she mixes them up. And the launch date for this one is actually coming up. It's August 9th. It'll be at participating locations, and that is what's trending. couple things coming up here in 10 minutes. It's Wednesday mornings. We have two truths and one lie, so that's in about 10 minutes. But right now, we're looking for caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up for a cool prize. We have an Apple HomePod Mini courtesy of Secretly Group, so you can listen to Mix 94.1 and Big Red Machine featuring Taylor Swift's song Renegade. All you got to do is be caller 20. Right now, you get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Easy as that. You'll also be qualified for the grand prize where you could win an Apple HomePod Mini 3-pack so you can listen all over your house. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Evangelo, you are caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up this morning? Oh, I'm ready to play. All right. Nice. Pick a category. Do you want to go with play ball, Google it, or writing in my planner? Hello? Play ball. Oh, okay. Play ball. <laughs> Play ball it is. All right. Yeah, um, I was thinking about it. I no, was thinking about it. Yeah, you got to make the right decision. What What's going to help you win? So your your category is play ball. Play ball day was on Sunday. So these are all things that you would see at a baseball game. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Casey. All right. All right, here we go, Evangelo. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you get that Apple HomePod Mini. We start now. Players on the field, they wear this. Fans also wear this to show the support. In hockey, hockey, it's called a sweater. In hockey, it's Pass, pass. Pass, okay. Uh, The people watching the players on the field, in the crowd, they're called what? Audience. Uh, no, if you if you if you love someone, you're a blank of them. I'm a huge blank of yours. You would also turn this machine on in your house to to cool you down and and, and have airflow in your house. Air conditioner? No, I'll pass on that one. Uh, this is um, you eat these. They're in a shell. You crack them. You also make a sandwich with jelly out of these. Peanut butter. Uh, 
peanuts. Yes, yeah, peanuts, peanuts. In baseball, you cross this to to get a run. There's first base, second base, third base, and then there's this. I said base. Home base. Yeah, yeah, home base. Uh, and, and, and baseball, you hit the ball with this. Baseball bat. A bat. Yes, yes. And the person that calls balls and strikes is a. Oh, a he's the umpire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, batter. oh, man. The I'm sorry, Angelo. Hey, uh, that's okay. That's that, okay. That was a tough one, you know, and and I didn't have my dings and my passes sound effects. So it was all a mess over there. But I am so sorry. Uh, unfortunately, you are not the winner. But that means caller 20. You're going to win right now. Uh, you're going to get these uh, this Apple HomePod mini. And then you can also. So qualify for the grand prize of the Op- Apple HomePod Mini 3-pack. Caller 20 right now, 702-364-9400. You are going to win. And coming up next, can you tell if someone is lying to your face or maybe just to your ears? We play two truths, one lie. Next, one of us will be lying. Two will be telling the truth. Can you tell who is who? It's after the weekend and Ariana Grande on Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've heard well, of it. yeah, because babies play that at their birthday party. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is a good game, and we like to play it on Wednesday mornings. Two truths and one lie. Two of us will be telling you the truth. One of us will not. One of us will be lying to you, and we actually don't know which one we're doing until now. We all have these little pieces of paper that we drew during the break or during the song. And so we're about to find out. So everybody, look at your papers. All right. See what you're Don't doing today. Don't show the camera, though. Okay. 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 Got it. All right. Anybody want to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. So I actually did some research for this because I thought about this yesterday. And I jumped online last night and realized that, wow, this is, this is really true. Next hour or 8 o'clock hour, we're giving away tickets to WWE's SummerSlam. And I realized that I've met someone from every single SummerSlam main event. So, for example, and I've all I print out all the main events from SummerSlam right here. So I go back to like the first ever SummerSlam was 1988. And the main event was Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage taking on Andre the Giant and Ted DiBiase. I've met Hulk Hogan, I've met Randy Savage, and I've met T- Ted DiBiase. Um, just SummerSlam 1991 was Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior versus Sergeant Slaughter and Colonel Mustafa. I I met Hogan and Warrior. I met two of them. So I don't know if you want to pick a year. I'll tell you the main event and tell you how I met the wrestler if you want. But I've met someone from every single SummerSlam main event. There, and there, how many of them have there been? Started in 1988, every single summer. Oh, my gosh. But you did, it doesn't mean you've been to all of them. No, you just no. met them in different ways. Yeah, and some of them are carryovers. Like Hulk okay. Hogan was in a lot of main events, so that, that carries, carries me through. I'm looking at, like for example, SummerSlam 1995 was Diesel versus King Mabel. I met Diesel at the Excalibur. Kevin Nash met him at the Excalibur back in 1999, I think it was. So, yeah, I met someone from every single main event. Wow, that's impressive. I, I mean, see If you're that. a big wrestling fan, I can, I can see that being something that you, you know, go out of your way to do. That's pretty cool. You want to quiz me on any years or ask me a year and I'll tell you the main event and how I met the wrestler? Uh, 1998. Uh, 98 was Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, against The Undertaker. I've met both Stone Cold. Stone Cold and The Undertaker. Cool. Steph, do you have a year? I'm going to go with, what about 2002? 2002 was The Rock and Brock Lesnar. I met Brock Lesnar in Washington, D.C. 
So you never met The Rock? No, I only met Brock. Uh, Not The Rock. No. Just Brock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and then I was thinking, too, the main event for this upcoming SummerSlam is Roman Reigns and John Cena. I've met John Cena before. Wow, interesting. Very believable, I feel. And he even did his research, unless he's lying and he went above and beyond to get that information. <laughs> the extra step. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I mean, if you're going to go through all that trouble to make like a PowerPoint, I kind of believe it, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, there is a lot of truth to that. I do think that, though, though, go doing the homework, whoa, JC. That's a lot. Because hmm. I was excited when I thought about this last night. I was thinking, because I, I was at SummerSlam 1990, and that was just, I still remember, it was such a fun night with my entire family. I'm like, oh, that was the Ultimate Warrior in Rick Rude. Like, I met the Ultimate Warrior. And then I started thinking about more and more main events, and that's when I did my research. I'm like, wow, I've got a connection to every single one. Impressive. Okay, is JC telling the truth, or is he lying? What do you guys think? 364-9400. Steph, do you want me to go, or do you want to go? Uh, I I can go first. Okay, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I went jet skiing for the first time when I was 17, and when my friend has a jet ski, and when we went to go ride it, he's like, yeah, you guys, go ahead. You can do it. Go ahead. So I was driving on a jet ski, and you're not supposed to have more than two people, but we wanted to have fun with it. And we had three people on the jet ski. Ooh. I know. Not oh, This is something I do not promote, you guys. So we, there was three of us, and we were doing a very hard turn. And when we turned really hard, you're supposed to, I guess, go up the opposite direction of the way you're turning just to kind of balance it so you don't fall. Well, of course, we didn't. We all leaned to the left while turning left. (laughs) And all three of us fell off the jet ski. And one of them even sprained their arm. So I felt so guilty for one of my friends falling off a jet ski because I was driving and ended up spraining their arm. We had to pull my friend like the it was a really it was really difficult to get them back on the jet ski because, you know, getting out of the water with one arm was really hard. So I drove a jet ski for the first time and injured one of my friends. Did you have on I rode a jet ski for the first time this weekend, so I learned a lot. But did you have one of those things that when you fall off, it unplugs from the jets, the motor turns off? Yes. So it, it wasn't like going around and around and around? Right. So it stayed. So we were able to climb on easily. It's just the fact that my injured friend was the one that wasn't easy to come on because of their injury. Arm. And what year was this? Oh, I was 17, so that would have been 2008. Um, was it just it was a regular wave runner where you're sitting down, or was it the kind old school kind where you have to lift up the handlebars to stand up and start start jet skiing? No, it was the one that you could sit down. Yamaha was it? Oof, I don't know the brand. <laughs> where, where was it? what what body of water were you in? I was in a bay. It was Mission Bay in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I thought you couldn't jet ski in Mission Bay. Really? I thought well, that was like a law. We broke of, a lot of laws. Of the <laughs> if that was the case. <laughs> I just made that up. Well, She's got three people on a jet ski. She doesn't care about laws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in, I do now, though. Now, ever since that incident, oh, man, did I regret that. That's going to be tough. You don't realize how hard the water is when you fall. You think, oh, I'm falling in the water. I'm going to be fine. Then you hit that water and it hurts and spring your arm like that. My friend was so mad at me. I remember him being like, I'm never going on a jet ski with you ever again. And we had he was like limping out the water like this. Oh, hmm. gosh. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're way more careful with your friends. You think so? Oh, yeah. that's, I will take that as a compliment. That's very sweet <laughs> of you, Mercedes. Uh, I've learned a lot of lessons since those days. You know, you know staffs are a lot of falling, a lot of injuries and yes. stuff when she brings up stories. <laughs> too many. I don't know if I believe them. Interesting. Okay, all right. Liar. Darn it. No, I'm kidding. All right, my turn. So uh, my story is that I once dyed my hair purple on accident. It was 
a mess, and this is why I leave it to the professionals. Um, I thought I would, I, you know, when everybody was kind of like putting, making their hair kind of auburny and maroonish. I bought just a box dye thing of this. I remember it was Garnier Fructis. I will not forget the cover of the box, and it was this very beautiful, like. I don't want to say maroon because that gives the impression that I was going for like that more purple color. But I thought it was going to be more like an auburn color in my dark hair. I just, you know, they have the color swatches on the box and they're like, if your hair is this, then it's going to look like this. So I thought, OK, this is per- this is the perfect one for me. So I bought it and um, I just did like little chunks. I was trying to make m- my own highlights or lowlights, if you will. And. I let it sit on my hair for a half an hour, washed my hair, so excited to see the new dimension, and I legit had purple. It was like like a grape, purple streaks in my hair, and it was awful. I started crying. I didn't know what to do. I washed my hair thinking it would just come right out because they say not to wash your hair right away. It did not just come out. I had to call my hairdresser with like my tail between my legs and and beg her to get me in to help me get it out. And she lectured me for about seven visits after that about how I should never dye my hair again. And that was that. What year was this? This was about four years ago. It wasn't that long ago. And you came in with this hair? You didn't see it. You didn't see it because I think I, I would have noticed fixed. that. No, I got it fixed. You got it fixed immediately. I did it on a Friday. She fixed it on a Saturday. It was bad. I was so embarrassed. See, I'm, I'm, I am so glad you did. and I didn't talk about it because I was so embarrassed. Like it was bad. I, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm truly torn on this because you, you're so careful with your hair and yeah. stuff. But that is something that's. I want to say like Mercedes that you would do. You try it on your own. It doesn't work. Like, quick, give me a fix. Give me a fix. And no one sees it. But I feel like you would have have seen something. But then again, if you're embarrassed by that, you can get it covered up that quickly. Why tell anyone? If if you've ever heard my husband as a joke calling me Barney before any of my hair appointments, that's what he's referring to. (laughs) Like, like I have a hair appointment today. And he's like, have fun, Barney. And like, that's what he means. Because it was purple. And I remember I went out and said, I'm like, is this as bad as I think it is? And he goes, what did you do? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it was so bad. So, but I, I dyed my hair purple. Mercedes, I think that you're so smart. Like you're so careful. You trust. You, you don't. I'm not saying that you don't trust yourself. I just feel like you're smart enough to be like, I need to leave it to the professionals. So I don't see you doing that. I, I do see you with purple I could hair do it myself. <laughs> I thought I could. It was like big chunks. I I remember I did them around my face and then I did like. Dun, dun. But you do do your own like uh, you do coloring on your own, don't I you? I do my yeah, roots on my own. Sometimes. So you have experience. Oh, yeah, so there you go. That's my story. I dyed my hair purple on accident. 702-364-9400 is our number. Call us and text us. Who is the liar in this bunch? Uh, and we'll, we'll uh, go to some of your uh, your comments. Frank says, Steph is lying. He says he believes me. Thank you, Frank. Uh, Aiden says Mercedes <laughs> is a lair. A lair? A liar. <laughs> Mercedes, the box is green, not purple. No, the Garnier Fructis box is green, but the dye was purple, not the box. But yeah, I remember that box vividly. Uh, Frank says 
JC is a wrestling fan, and I believe him. Thank you, Frank. Who do you guys think on the text line? It says, Mercedes, you've got to be lying. If you're going to go with a color like purple, I would never do that on my own. This one says, JC, you're a liar. You just went to Wikipedia to see who all <laughs> the people were. That's where I did print out the main events. That, that is the truth. Uh, and this one says, Steph is lying, lying, oh, so lying. All right. Well, let's find out. Who's telling the truth? Truth teller number one. Step forward. I am telling hey. the truth. Oh, <laughs> Steph. I am. I can never forget that day. My friend Brian always had his jet skis out, and he did it that, that one time I drove. I never drove again because of that incident. But thanks, Brian, for letting me borrow your jet ski for a little bit. I bet he never did it again. Yeah, he you're, never did you're, it you're again. You're done. You're yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> Take me the keys. Truth teller number two, step forward. I have met someone that has been every single WWE <laughs> SummerSlam main event. And I did do my research last night because I wanted to verify it was true. And yeah, because I forgot what some of these main events were. But yeah, going through all the years at some point, somehow, 2008, Edge versus The Undertaker. I met The Undertaker back in the 90s. So yeah, I met someone that was involved in every single SummerSlam main event. And that means I the was liar. the liar. Yeah, I'm not messing with purple hair dye on my hair. I definitely not, am not. Uh, that is something I will leave to the professionals. I can do my roots. That's fine. No problem. But never a color on my own. Weren't you debating going like that, like a, a dark red at one point? Oh, or yeah. Red at there some was point? a wrestler. Speaking of wrestlers yeah. that had, was her name Eva? Yeah. Yeah. I forget. But yeah, I remember that. She time. had yeah. red hair. And I, was, I went to my hairdresser and I showed a picture. I go, I think I want my hair this color. She's like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You will have to find someone else to do that because I will not do that to you. So. What a good hairdresser I'm so she glad. was. I'm so glad she did that. That's good. And you guys are great at trying to guess and figure this out too. Sometimes we stump each other. We don't know because we don't know who's telling the truth yeah. who's lying. Sometimes I believe my lies. Right. I really believed I did that for a minute. All right. Coming up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay. When will this pandemic end? What do most Americans think? We're going to talk about that. Also, are you always late for appointments, for meetings? You're definitely not alone. And a Titanic Museum's fake iceberg caused a Titanic disaster. We'll tell you what happened. Coming up next in the Hot 3. That's Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. It's, uh, it might feel like the pandemic will never end, but this seems pretty pessimistic. Someone asked Americans when they think the pandemic will officially be over, and one in five people said, never. <laughs> what? Come on. No. Only 9% said this year, and 25% said sometime next year. And the most common answer was longer than that, with 35% of the vote. 21% of us think that the pandemic will never end, and 10% think... It's already over. People who don't plan to get vaccinated were the most likely to say there's no pandemic right now. And also the most likely to say it'll never end. So both sides of the spectrum, I guess. 58% of them chose one of those two options. Uh, where do you think this whole thing is going to to play out over the next six months next year? I, it really depends on us. 
Like, what are we going to do to mitigate this? Uh, I know I hate wearing a mask. I hate it. But you know what? I'm going to do it. It, the, the experts that are way smarter than me, they tell me to wear a mask. I, and if it helps, I'll wear it. Um, I think it depends on us. I, I hope if people start jumping on board and, and doing what needs to be done, I would say less than two years. I'll say less than two years. I don't know if I believe it'll be next year, but I think it'll be less than two so years. So you're looking at 2023, you think we'll be kind of back to where we were in 2019? I would I would like to think yeah. so. What do you, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I think we're do, do, kind of going in a, a downward spin right now kind of going the wrong direction right now but i think we'll, we'll pull the nose up on this thing and i think probably I, my hopes and thoughts i would say early 2022 would be in, in in a much better spot that would be wonderful if it was early 2022 i mean well now there's lambda coming up there's i mean it's, it's all these different variants now popping up left and right i know forget delta <laughs> delta's on news look out for lambda here comes lambda delta yeah is so less here and, and how does delta <laughs> airlines feel like about that it's like wait we didn't do anything and then all of a sudden you got you had to name this variant after us. Yeah, why? And then, and then the people that make Corona beer are like, yeah, welcome to our world. <laughs> okay, what's a, what's a Lambda? What's a, 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 is there a popular Lambda brand out there? Lambda. I think the Lambda Chi fraternity, but um, outside of that, what's a popular Lambda brand? I, I can't think of anything. Maybe that's why they went with Lambda. They're like, I think we're safe on this one, guys. Uh, also this morning, are you always late for appointments? You're not alone. According to research, uh, 15 to 20 percent of the population is chronically late people who are always late have difficulty perceiving how long time really is for instance they believe they can get dressed in five minutes when it's really 20 or swear it takes 15 minutes to get to work but that's only if theirs is the only car on the road and every traffic light is stuck on green where are you on this chronically late sometimes late never late sometimes late and what gets me i think everything in las vegas is 15 minutes away in my mind, everything, you can get there within 15 minutes. Oh, be there in 15 minutes. Like, no. I had to be at Lake Mead a couple weeks ago. Like, Lake Mead, nah, it's about 25 minutes. No, it's a solid 45 minutes, 50 minutes from my house. Yeah. it's uh, it, I, I at least give myself a little more leeway. Mine is 20 minutes. 20 minutes, I'm like, right. oh, I'm good. Uh, I had to be in Henderson for something last week. I'm like, ah, 20 minutes will be fine. I'm like, oh. And, and on top of that... I went the wrong way. I he, I was going on the 95. I was just going to take the 95 south from Summerlin all the way down to Henderson. I'm like, I'll be fine. Well, there's all this stuff going on around the spaghetti bowl. So I come up on traffic and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to uh, get in this left lane. And then I look and I realize, oh, no, this is the carpool lane. Uh, I'm like, oh, I got to get back over. No one's letting me in. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta get out of here. I don't want to get a ticket. I know it's letting me in. So I'm like, what do I do? I keep going. And then I realize that lane turns into I-15 and t- starts taking me south. That carpool lane on the 95. Oh, it goes to the 15 south? Oh my gosh. And I'm like, wait, I'm going the wrong way. How am I going to get there? Oh no. My ways is like, where the hell are you going? <laughs> what are you doing? What is happening? So I'm freaking out. I'm like, I'm going to be so late. This is not good. Um... I end up jumping off on Sahara, taking Sahara uh, all the way down to Boulder Highway. Wait, but this ju- is ways ways didn't go fifteen to two fifteen. It did tell me that, but I thought that was too far. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> want to go all the way down. I was like, no, that's too. I need to cut across now. So I went on my own, and then I I got on Sahara, and it's like go to Boulder Highway. I'm like, oh, please let me get green lights. I couldn't believe it. I caught. All green lights except for one, and that was at, at Las Vegas Boulevard, and I got there 
on time. Oh, I brilliant. was absolutely shocked. Well, yeah, that's Carmageddon there on 95 South where they're doing that bridge right there. Yeah. That, that is not fun. There's like traffic there all the time. And if you're sitting in that right now, we're sorry. That is not a fun, that's not a fun experience. No, we'll do everything we can to try to make it a little fun while you're sitting there. Or we're pull, so sorry. Pull a Mercedes, jump again, go to get in the <sighs> no, carpool don't. lane. I lucked Sarah out. In the office. <laughs> I really lucked out. Don't do that. I don't recommend it. All right. Finally, this morning, the Titanic has been at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean for 110 years, but it's still claiming new victims, indirectly anyway. There's a Titanic museum in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, just outside of Knoxville, and they've got a 10-foot tall fake iceberg made out of real ice. So you can touch it and see what the one that sunk the Titanic would have felt like. But on Monday, the museum's fake iceberg collapsed and it injured three people. I uh, We don't know the extent of their injuries, but all three were taken to the hospital. The museum closed for the night, but reopened yesterday without the ice wall attraction. Uh, the owners say it'll take a mu- about a month to rebuild it. Or how about not? How about don't rebuild it once you see, you know, what the damage that a smaller version can do? It's just like the... T- the ty- that iceberg, it just keeps re- wreaking havoc. What the heck? <laughs> Have you been the one here in Las Vegas? It's a trip to go through it because you get like a boarding pass and you follow someone. Like this is who you are on the Titanic and you're kind of going through knowing I was, I forget what I, who I was, but I wasn't, uh, I wasn't first class. I was in the bottom of the boat. Um, and then you get to the very end and you look up your person to see if you survived. I did not survive. No. My, my wife, my wife was like first class travel or something like that. She, 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 she drew a lucky card and she, her character survived. She made it, but I did not survive. The oh, I've never been. I've heard it's really amazing, yeah, it's but I have never been. And I'm not going to the Titanic Museum in Pigeon Ford, Tennessee. Either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the seven o'clock hour, we do. Oh, oh, it's seven one. We've got the dirt coming up in about 15 minutes. Selena Gomez is responding to another tasteless TV joke. Details are coming up. Mix 94.1, it is Mercedes in the morning. The song Leave Before You Love Me that you just heard by Marshmallow and the Jonas Brothers. I really feel like that song, every time I hear it, I love it. And it's going to make me think of this past summer for for years to come. I just, to me, it screams summer of 2021. It came out, I fell in love with it. And you know, you associate certain songs with certain summers. That's going to be one of the big ones for me, I think. Yeah, I, I would completely agree. It's a, it was a huge, a huge song. It's still getting a lot of momentum too. And it came out this summer and it's, yeah, it's, it's a smash hit. But is, is there like a, a particular song? Maybe it's an older song that reminds you of the summer of 2021. Because when I hear that, when I hear that song moving forward, I'm going to think of, of this summer, summer of 2021. But there's a song from the 80s that now I associate with the summer of 2021 and it's this one from journey do you remember the song stone in love i don't think i've ever heard this song before it was a hit uh for the guys back in the 80s i know like the typical journey songs you know the don't stop believing and those but i don't think i've ever heard that song before yeah so this is a journey stone in love and when i hear this now i think of the summer of 2021 because the song popped up in a couple key parts of my summer and it goes back to our our trip to wyoming and the drive up there and we're headed to jackson hole and we're getting close and we stop it's we're kind of getting tired too we stop it's gonna be our last rest stop and gas up and go inside and get something to eat we get back in the car and turn the radio on it's this song comes on 
It, the energy kind of picks back up in the car. We're excited, all right? Less than 40 minutes away from Jackson Hole and starting our vacation. Just the energy picked up, so I, it happened there. And then driving home, too. I remember we stopped at a rest stop in Utah. There's a rest stop that has a petting zoo. And that same thing. Kind of as we're pulling out driving, this song comes back on the radio. It, it just reminds me of our trip to Wyoming of the summer of 2021. What's it going to be for you when, when this summer is all said and done? You're going to look back on this summer, and what's the song that's going to define summer 2021 for you? 702-364-9400. Is it a newer song? Is it an older song? Uh, Just what is it going to be for this particular summer? 702-364-9400. I think the the one for sure for me, and I think it will be this for a lot of people because I see it on all these end of summer lists, is Butter by bts Mm. like that that song was 2021 summer uh 100 everywhere huge hit i think that's gonna be a big one for a lot of people it even just sounds summery does if this would have come out in winter it would have been weird it doesn't certain songs have a season associated with them and i think this one is a big one for summer are there any uh, particular songs that you tie into this past summer outside of Butter and Jonas Brothers? Oh, another one? Yeah. Um, or like an older one that maybe you heard when you go into Montana or you heard on the drive or the flight out to Disneyland that you guys were playing? Uh, no, they're just kind of older. Or they're all kind of new songs that I associate with summer. And that's how I always associate them. It's always a new song. What was big that summer, mm-hmm. that's what I associate with it. But we're getting some text here. This one says, The Kid Leroy, Without You, will be associated with this summer for me. And that one, yeah, that's that's a tricky song. Because we all know what he's saying, right? <laughs> if you have kids in the car, you're like... Can't turn your life into. Mm. <laughs> Even though it's bleeped out, we know. <laughs> you cut out a piece of me. Jossie says it has to be Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. Oh yeah. Which we also just played. Yeah. These are really good. Every time you guys say one, I'm like, oh yeah, I switched my answer to that one. It's so true. Steph, do you have a song that you're gonna associate with this summer, new or old? I don't know when Dua Lipa's Levitating come out, but it just reminds me of a feel-good summer, and I just get so happy whenever we play Dua Lipa's Levitating. Yeah. I mean, it dominated the charts this past summer. It just makes me smile. That song is not... A seasonal song. It could go in any. It could go at any point of the year. I could see that coming out in fall, in winter. I. I just. It's so good. It could be any time. Uh, Don says, "Driver's license." It was all over the radio, and I heard uh, it going back to the gym. Not my fave at first, but I grew to love it. Yeah, that was at first when people heard it. They're like, "Wait, what is this?" But mm-hmm. it just exploded. It was like number week, uh, number one for like eight weeks. Yeah, that's crazy. Lots still to come on the show, including those tickets for you. WWE SummerSlam will be here on August twenty first. We've got your tickets in the eight o'clock hour, eight twenty five on those. And then up next is the Dirt, and Selena Gomez is responding to another tasteless TV joke. I'll explain in just about ten minutes. We never gossip. Or would we? 
Do you remember how the news Saved by the Bell, how the show had apologized after making a bizarre joke about the kidney transplant that Selena Gomez had a few years ago? Was, yes, I remember. It, it was like Selena's fans that brought it to everyone's attention. Well, it's happened again, and Selena's fans started raising concern on social media after people noticed another random joke, this time on The Good Wife spinoff, The Good Fight. And the scene is actually about making jokes in today's cancel culture and the, the cancel culture climate with the characters asking which things can still be made funny. Here's the actual clip from the show. Is there anything we can't do? Uh, necrophilia? No, that could be funny. Autism. Selena Gomez's kidney transplant. Hey. I don't know where they're going with this. Well, Selena's fans, they, they saw it. They started complaining about it. And, and she likes that they have her back on this. I think it's a good thing. She said, quote, I'm not sure how writing jokes about organ transplants for TV shows has become a thing. But it sadly has, apparently. I hope in the next writer's room, when one of these tasteless jokes are presented, it's called out immediately and doesn't make it on air. Then she encouraged people to sign up to be organ donors. I don't understand how that gets through the writing process without one person saying, like, yeah, maybe that's not in the best taste. I just, I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm sure it's a smart writers. You're writing for, for a TV show. You, you can come up with something better than that, I would think. Uh, but, but apparently not. No, I guess not. Last month, the five Twilight films hit Netflix. And in, in, in days, within days, each secured a spot on the streamer's coveted top ten most watched list. And four of the five are still in that list. We can now stay in Kristen Stewart's house from Twilight, and you can do it through Airbnb. But we were just talking about this, though, the other day about you think stuff is not filmed in the city that you think is filmed in. So in the books, in, in the movie, too, the city, it's everything's done in the city of Forks. But the home they use in the movie is in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, so it I, it doesn't match up, but it's okay. It's all it's a, all a matter of using your imagination. Yeah, it's still the actual house. It's still yeah. the two-story home. You can go stay in it on Airbnb. Well, Taylor Swift previously voiced a Tokyo Olympics commercial about the women's gymnastic team. Now, and, and now she's done the voice work for, for another one, which aired ahead of Simone Biles' balance beam competition last night, for which she won a bronze medal. Here is the audio from this that aired last night. It's, it's a pretty cool commercial. Throughout the last week, her voice has been as significant as her talents. Her honesty, as beautiful as the perfection that had long been her signature. But don't you see? It still is. She's perfectly human. Cool promo, and the promo has sparked a love fest between Simone and Taylor as well. So Simone Biles tweeted, I'm crying. How special. I love you, Taylor Swift. And then Taylor replied, I cried watching you. She added, I feel so lucky to have gotten to watch you all these years. But this week was a lesson in emotional intelligence and resilience. We all learn from you. Thank you. Yeah, these these people are human. They're human beings. Uh, and they uh, I, I'm so happy that she spoke out like that to let people know that it's not quitting. It's saving yourself. Mm -hmm. It's saving yourself. And then Simone Biles just came out and it's something she didn't reveal uh, up front with everything, with everybody, and she didn't have to, but her aunt had passed away when she got arrived Aww. for the Olympics. So she was dealing with so much going on over there. Have you been watching Jeopardy this week with his current champion? His name is Matt. Have you been keeping up on, on Jeopardy? Yeah, people are really annoyed by him. <laughs> All right, so Jeopardy was forced to clarify its rules after some viewers took issue with the way the current champion chooses to answer the questions. His name is Matt, and he tends to start every question with what? And then the purists, they're, they're just kind of upset with his lack of variation. Here's a montage of his responses. Matt. What's under the dome? Correct. Matt. What's his dark materials? Correct. 
Matt. What's Updike? John Updike, correct. Matt. What's her groove? Yes. Well, Jeopardy's Twitter account shared a link to the rules, and it seems that it doesn't matter how the question is phrased as long as it's actually a question. So you could be like, how's under the stairs? How's you could say how's what's who's it, it it doesn't matter if it makes sense <laughs> in a sentence as long as the answer is correct there you go but yeah that it, it especially annoys me when he does it with names like what's John F Kennedy like no who <laughs> but oh, whatever he's getting them right so that's all that matters it's above us and it's blue how's the sky yes no, exactly what is the sky but that would be correct yeah. in their in their rules coming up in an hour we got your tickets. WWE SummerSlam, Allegiant Stadium, Saturday, August 21st. You're going. Your tickets next hour. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 732 on Wednesday. Today is a big day for my daughter. Things are going to change for her today. She gets braces. Oh. <laughs> did you have braces? I did not have a, a You did it? No, I didn't have braces. Oh, no. Lucky. I had braces and boy, braces. Talk about some dental disasters that involved my braces. Uh there's did, did anyone have a braces dental disaster or just a dental disaster in general? 702-364-9400. When I had braces, I'll never forget the day I was giving a speech in my class. We were, I can't remember what the speech was on, but when I get nervous, I kind of like put my tongue on my teeth. And especially with braces, it was very easy to just kind of mess with them with my tongue. And at some point I, I, I made the wire from my braces get unlodged on the side of my mouth. So I'm literally in the middle of the speech in front of my class I'm like, da, 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 and I put my, my tongue on the side of my mouth as a nervous tick, and the wire pops out and starts poking my cheek while, while I'm speaking. Well, this is, this is a third of my grade, this speech that I'm giving. So I'm not going to stop in the middle of it to say, oh my gosh, my wire is poking my cheek. So I just keep talking, and it's, it's like scratching up the side of my cheek as I'm talking. So I finish. I think I do a decent job. I sit down and the girl sitting next to me looks at me and she's like, and her eyes get really big. And I was like, well, she goes, there's blood coming out of your mouth. And I touch the side of my mouth and I look and there's blood and I feel inside of my cheek and it is ripped to shreds by that wire. It was disgusting. That was my braces (laughs) dental disaster. It was so bad. Can anyone beat that as far as a dental disaster goes? 702-364-9400. Of course, I did not tell my kid that. I'm like, oh, you'll be fine. You might be a little sore uh-huh. night one, but you'll be fine. Um, she's more concerned with like the certain foods she can't eat. She's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this and that. And I'm like, ah, it's fine. It's no big deal. And she doesn't have to wear them that long either. So <laughs> it was so bad. Yes. Yes. Whether it be from braces or any other dental disaster, what what was it? Because I, I, yeah, I never had braces. My wife's because she's getting she wants to get them again too. She had them as a kid, but she wants to get Invisalign. Is Invisalign the same thing or yeah, it's the same braces. thing? That's like braces. It's just that you can remove them. Okay, which yeah, is nice. So, so she's going to get Invisalign here in a couple months. But I remember I've got a three tooth bridge on the right side of my mouth, bottom right side, and it all stemmed from from one tooth that was bad. The dentist decided to pull the tooth. Let's put a bridge in there, and so he pulled the tooth, shaved down the other teeth for the for the bridge, and they put a temporary bridge on there until the the, the permanent one gets made. 
And the, the temporary one felt great. I remember it was like a week or two later that they called like, hey, the permanent one's in. I'm like, okay, I'll make an appointment. They called like a couple, almost like a week later. Hey, we, we got it. You got to come in and get the permanent one put in. I'm like, I'm in a rush because this temporary one feels fantastic. I go to California for a week to visit my buddy in LA. They're on a Friday night. I'm there going to be there Friday, Saturday, come back on Sunday. Friday night, the temporary bridge breaks in half. Oh, no. So there was no pain, but it was just that I now had this, like when I smile, like the, the whole bottom right side of my, my, my mouth, there's just this huge gap in there. Missing a tooth, the other two teeth shaved down. It just, it looked horrific. I'm walking around seeing friends like, hey, how's it going? Like, dude, what's wrong with your mouth? I'm like, oh, my bridge fell out. Oh, yeah, that's it. Teeth are so, first of all, they're so sensitive. And second of all, when you do something, it's sometimes if it's, especially if it's in the front of your mouth, it's so hard to hide what, yes. what's going on. Uh, Tati just made a comment on our Facebook page saying, I, I broke a molar that got infected and ruptured out through my jaw. Now I have a scar. Carrie says, I walked in for a cleaning and walked out with braces. Well, they just decided when you got, you know what? Let's just throw some braces on you when you're in here. This one says, oh, Amy. Oh, Amy. I was gagging during a procedure and threw up on my dentist. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes they really trigger that that gag reflex. Uh, Adrian said, yes. Took a drill bit to my tongue. Oh, that's gonna hurt. Yes, especially if you're if you're you're numbed up and you don't feel it right away. And then when the Novocaine wears off, like oh, that's gonna hurt. Let's talk to Robert. Robert, what was your dental disaster? Uh, so I came in to get a tooth pulled, and uh, the the uh, the dentist was numbing the mouth, and then he started pulling, and I could feel every single tug. So I tell him he's numbing the wrong area. And he's numbing the top right when he's pulling on the bottom left. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was able to feel every single pull he did. And he, and he just he never believed me oh, the entire time. Oh, no. That was, I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10, what pain level are we talking about here, Robert? It, I was. I would have been swinging. <laughs> oh, poor thing. I'm so sorry. That is Why would you believe him? Like, dude, I feel yeah. I feel everything. I don't feel anything on my right side, but the left side you're working on, I feel every single move of yours. This one uh, from Raymond said, I had braces when I was in high school, and I made a mistake of eating a Taco Bell taco, and it popped, dislocated the wire, lots of blood and all, never had Taco Bell since. I mean, you can't blame it on Taco Bell, but... Yeah, maybe you can. I can see I the I can know. see the fear. Uh, let's talk to Catherine. Catherine, what happened to you? D- your your dental disaster. My whole family is missing two teeth in our front of our mouth, and I had Maryland Bridge. I was skating with Disney on Ice in England, where I'm in front of thousands every day, and my bridge broke out. And England's not known for their dental <laughs> plans there, so trying to get. But I had a big hole in my front of my mouth. Oh no! And you're all dressed up, supposed to be like this perfect Disney thing, character. And d- I mean, did you just try to smile without showing your teeth? How did you work that? I popped it in and tried to keep my tongue pressed against the back of it so that it wouldn't fall out every time I smile until we found somewhere that could glue it in temporarily. What character were you? I did all different ones. My last show was Snow White, but I've done Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, um, 
Roger Rabbit. Oh, I just picture you as Snow White skating around. Snow White and the Seven Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> hey, even Snow White has dental issues. Yeah. You just kept it real for the kids that night. Uh, you know, they never show these princesses as teens. Did they have braces? Yeah. Come on. They've got to go to see the dentist, right? They're Seriously. just like us. <laughs> Hot Three's up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about oh, Spirit Airlines. They're still canceling flights. What you need to do if you're scheduled to fly out. Also, a new study says this is making us forget about what we really look like. And what is the most attractive job for men and women. Tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot Three. That's the latest from Ed Sheeran. It's Bad Habits. So when is the album coming out? They're saying that we should get the new album from Ed Sheeran out this fall. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. People planning to fly on Spirit Airlines are facing another day of cancellations today. This is the fourth day of chaos for the discount air carrier. So far this morning, Spirit has canceled 306 flights, 45% of its scheduled flights. The airline has been canceling flights due to storms, tech issues, and staffing shortages. Since Sunday, stranding passengers around the United States, the airline canceled more than 60% of its flights yesterday and is warning air travelers to check their email for flight changes to check flight status before headed to, heading to the airport. You can also check flightaware.com for flight statuses. The latest cancellations have stranded thousands of passengers. Yeah, I've seen the videos of everyone all across the country just stuck at the airport. If, if you're flying and you get a notification and says your flight's going to be delayed by 45 minutes, do you change your routine? and get into the airport and get there a little bit later or still get there as if it was leaving on time? Oh, well, it just depends on who's running the show that day because my husband and I, <laughs> we have very different <laughs> we have very different uh, ways that we approach the airport. My husband is like you, loves to get there early, get a snack, sit down, relax, listen to music. He, he wants to get there two hours before the flight. I prefer to just walk directly onto it. I want to get there as they open the gate and say, we are now boarding. That's when I want to walk up and go, I don't want to sit around. So it's just, it depends on who's running things that day. I'm right there with you, Matt. I want to soak in the airport. I want to get situated. I don't want to be rushed. And let's say I've got a 10 a.m. flight and I get a notification from Southwest saying your flight has been delayed by 45 minutes. I'll still get there as if my flight is leaving at 10 because my mindset is, what if they change their mind? What if they fix the problem? What if the plane gets back earlier? I don't know. I want to be ready to go. I'm there with you, Matt. Can they change their mind, though? Once I don't know. In my it mind, they everyone, Like, you know what? We changed our mind. And you're like, ah. In my mind, they can't. Like, you know what we said? We're late. We're now going to be on time. So hurry up. You know what? We're just going to leave early today. Hopefully, they're here. You know, we just, we're, we're going to run early. Um, also, this morning, have you noticed how many photos in your Instagram and Facebook feed have filters? A lot of people use filters and edit photos to enhance their appearance, but there is a downside to all those modifications to faces and bodies. A new survey reveals the negative impact the filters have on social media users' self-esteem. This survey asked people how they feel about filters on social media, and this is what we learned. 20% of them say they will not post photos on social media without editing them. 37% like their filtered face better than their real fa face. About a third of people admit that using filters has had a negative impact on their self-esteem. And 38% say the reason they use filters so much is to improve their skin texture. The worst part 
nearly a quarter of those surveyed say using filters has warped their perception of what they look like so much that it shocks them when they see unedited photos of their face. I, I get throwing a, and I do it too, throw a, a quick filter on there for lighting or something. Don't do it every time, but one of the ones that I provide is kind of swipe through to change the lighting. But I'm, I'm, we used to work with someone who would do that filter that, I forget what it's called, but it's just so over the top. And after you filter it, you don't even look like yourself. It's, it's an app. Yes. And I forget it too, because I know I was, I was in a picture with that person mm-hmm. and she did it to me. In the picture, and I was so mad because it did. I look like a different person. It was just, it was so over the top. Yes, that, 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 there was no way it was believable, and I didn't want people to think that that was my decision to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, same thing. She took a picture through the filter, and she's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I'm like, ah, that's a lot of filtering." She's like, "Oh no, it's good, it's good." I'm like, "Okay, do it." The dog in their photo is also filtered. Come on, it's too much. Yeah, like when you have a Sharpay dog, and then all of a sudden it looks like a golden retriever. Something's like, wrong. What, what happened to the wrinkles on that dog? <laughs> What's going on? And then you see the person in real life. Like, wait a second, you don't look like a yeah, right. Um, finally, this morning, so someone asked people to name the most attractive jobs when it comes to dating. So the ideal job you'd want your date. To have and number one for men and women are both in healthcare. The hottest job uh, a guy can have in 2021 is doctor, and the hottest job for a woman is nurse. Maybe there's a little sexism there. Yeah, why not a doctor? <laughs> I'm just saying, but whatever. Uh, the 10 jobs that women want men to have are doctor, lawyer, carpenter. Engineer, project manager, firefighter, construction worker, software developer, mechanic, and accountant. Those are the 10 jobs women want men to have. The top jobs men find attractive for women are nurse, elementary school teacher, doctor, secretary, lawyer, dancer, middle school teacher, waitress, hairdresser, and receptionist. So secretary and receptionist made the list. What is anyone dating, married to a doctor or nurse? And how awesome is that? Do you use, do you ask health questions all the time? That must be just great. You come home like, ah, my throat's a little scratchy. You take a look. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Okay. Thank you. My, my good friend's uh, husband is a doctor and I was asking her just the other day. I'm like, so if you feel sick, he can prescribe you medication. She's like, yeah, just, you know, get me some antibiotics, whatever. But he has to keep a file on her still. Oh, does he really? Yeah, he has to keep some sort of like a file. Legit, like, like a real file? Like a like, real file, oh. just tell you, like a, a track record. He, and uh, she said, and they really frown upon like any sort of opiates or anything like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can understand that. But like a Z-Pack here, here there, that that sounds okay to me. Bonus, big time bonus. Uh, the least attractive jobs for men, according to this survey, they're a uh, fast food worker, janitor, and truck driver. And the least attractive jobs for women, according to men, are janitor, truck driver, and fast food workers. So just flip on that one. All right. Uh, oh, that was it. That yeah, was the last there one? you go. Yep. Okay. Eight o'clock hour, eight twenty-five. You're going to SummerSlam. We got your tickets coming up next hour. Mix ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning, seven fifty-nine on Wednesday. That makes me sad, what you just told me. That makes me so, so sad. sad. Me too. And I was sad when my, my, my buddy told me the situation. I got to be kind of vague about this whole thing, but I, I have a close friend and he owns a business here in town and um, two of his employees, two of the ladies there, both uh, told him that they're getting a divorce from their husbands. And the reason why is both of them, same reason. 
they just woke up one morning and didn't feel the love anymore. They fell out of love. Now, could there be more reasons? Possibly. Other underlying issues, sure. But what they told him was that they just, they fell out of love. That that love was there anymore. And instead of trying to force it or maybe rediscover it, they said, you know what? Life's too short. Let's go our separate ways. Two ladies in his business. That's, uh, it makes me sad just because that, that couldn't have been an easy decision to make. And obviously one or both parties were very unhappy, but you wonder if you could have gone back and done anything different to, to save it and make it work. Whenever a relationship comes to an end, I, it makes me sad, you know? Yeah. Another thing is too, he's got a couple of businesses in town and his other business, the husbands work there. Oh, geez. So he's got the ladies in his one business who said they fell out of love. And I think they kind of caught the husbands off guard. And there's other business. The husbands work for him in this other business. So do the ladies have anything to do with each other? Like, they both fell out of love at the exact same time? Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. I, I know they're friends. I don't know how close they are, but I know they're, I know, I know they're all friends. That's really interesting. Have That's... you ever been in a situation where you just... You where just... I fell out of love? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been still in this marriage. I'm out. No. Uh... I, I was talking to those that are on the other side of the radio listening right now. Have you been in that situation? If so, how'd you get through it? How, you just woke up and said, is it like a light switch? You wake up, you don't feel that love anymore? 702-364-9400. Every circumstance is so different, mm-hmm. and so I don't want to like paint anything with a broad stroke, but I wonder if there's there was something that could have been done to save it. I don't want to say that, you know, if you're just unhappy, you're unhappy, you have to do what's best for you, but is there something that maybe um, both parties could have done to to make it survive i there's a when i studied like interpersonal communication and relationships and stuff we there's a a psychologist and relationship expert named john gottman and he's really big if you study that stuff you know the name and he he has spent his career studying couples and identifying some of the the common patterns of couples and and i I I, fa- I have this list that i just looked up um this report that couples who have great like sex lives and just relationships they they do these things these are the things that they do and maybe these are things that you in your relationship should look at and say am i doing this enough or am i not maybe these are relationship savers so some of the things they say that really happy couples happy life in the bedroom happy life just all together they do these things one is say i love you at least once a day and really mean it not just like love you mm-hmm. like take the time to express your emotions rather just rush through the love yous like at the end of a phone call, just like, I love you so much. I just wanted to let you know that I love you so much. I think that's great. I get caught up in that too. I do. Sometimes I do the quick, I love you and then catch myself. And then that was just too short. Go back and mean it this time. And I'll go back into a room or something and tell my wife, like, Hey, just want you to know, like, I, I truly love you. Have a great day today. Or if she's doing something, have fun at the barn or good luck with that meeting and put some emphasis into it. Cause I do fall in that routine of a quick, okay, love you. Love you. Bye. Have a good day. Yeah. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's something to be aware of. Another thing that John Gottman says is a, is something that happy couples do is they kiss their partners passionately. They say, do it often. And for no reason at all, just because, first of all, kissing, it releases those feel good hormones. It increases the intimacy between your partners. So do that. And that's one thing I'll say to my husband when we're laying in bed at night. I'm like, did you know I didn't kiss you once today? He's like, oh, 
well, let's take care of that. It's like, but like the passionate kisses. Yeah. The little pecs and stuff are great. It's better than nothing. But you know, think about the last time you just passionately kissed your spouse. Maybe that's something we need to do more often. Like a make-out session. When my wife and I first started dating, making out all the time. And now that we're married and together for 17-some years, yeah, there's there's that passionate kissing in the moment of passion. But I can't tell you the last time we sat on the couch and made out. Yeah. Or even if it's not a make-out session, just a really good, long, passionate kiss. Yeah. Just one. Uh, so that's one, a day? that's one of the things. No, just whenever. Okay. Okay. Uh, it says, yeah, do it often and for no reason. So, um we're talking about some of the the habits of happy couples. Another one is cuddling together. They say 96% of non-cuddlers in the study reported that they have a bad sex life. So you just need to cuddle. Ugh, I hate cuddling. I do too. But <laughs> hey, if it's going to make the relationship well, stronger, does, you got to do it. Does right? Matt like cuddling? Um, To a certain point until he gets hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm too hot. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, do you, does your wife like to cuddle? Yeah, um, From time to time. She'll, like, oh, she'll say, I need a hug. She'll, I haven't had a hug in a while. I need a hug. Can you just hug me and hold me? Like, ah, okay, get over here. Here you go. <laughs> Showing your affection is another thing that happy couples do. They say you don't have to make out in public if PDA is not your thing, but something as simple as just holding hands. That's a way to express your love in public. Uh, having a romantic date at least once a week. They say it could be just really as low key as just cooking a meal together or watching a movie, but doing something like that. Taking romantic vacations, carving out some me time and getting a change of scenery, uh, giving compliments, even little ones like, uh, you know, I really appreciate you coming to my work event or I really appreciate you taking the trash out. Just something like that that acknowledges them. And then the last thing was just to stay good friends like you probably love your partner, but it's really important to like them also. it That's the core of every healthy relationship is having a strong friendship with that person. Yeah, that's it's it's cool if you can say your spouse is your best friend. That's in my mind. That's that's a pretty cool feeling. That's a really eye opening list to be honest. There's a couple things I got to work on if this stuff does work. The passionate kissing and more cuddling. I if you guys want it, I can post it if you want to check it out. Um, and just kind of do a, a house cleaning list to see like am I doing these things I'm going down and I'm like oh boy I need to work on that <laughs> yeah. okay I should probably start doing that it's eye opening but yeah those he has studied so many couples and just google John Gottman there's so many great studies that he's done in in regards to relationships and and how to communicate effectively with people he's amazing my buddy might have to hire John Gottman to consult yeah. him <laughs> seriously it sounds like he's got a lot oh going my on gosh. the ladies in one the guys at the other business coming up here eight o'clock hour we've got your tickets to wwe SummerSlam, allegiance stadium you're gonna be there got your tickets coming up at 8 25 when you win heads up olivia rodrigo that's our yeah i yeah, just wanted it. to say what you were gonna say well she's so <laughs> important we'd like to say her name both at the same time it's olivia rodrigo she just kicked off 60 plus minutes commercial free here on mix 94.1 and this is huge SummerSlam is going to be at allegiance stadium in just a couple of weeks we have your tickets in just about five minutes. I was going to make a comment about Olivia Rodrigo. Do you think it's awkward when she meets her her boyfriend's parents? 
just based on the sour album and there's some angst there and there's some anger. So do you think now if she's dating anyone and they say, Hey, I want to introduce you to my new girlfriend, Olivia, do you think the parents are like, mm? or do you think they're like, Oh, very good. You're a very talented young lady. Or do you think they're freaking out because, Oh no, please don't write an album. Yeah, about my son. Say, be on your best behavior <laughs> and make sure your son is doing great things. Cause you don't want to be the next smash hit on the radio that they're singing about. I, mean, I don't know. I've, I've thought about that often with uh, some of these celebrities and uh, what the the parents of the significant others must think. Have you ever had an awkward meeting with your your significant other's parents? And how was that that first meeting? Steph, did it did it all go well when you met James family for the first time? Uh, with James's sister, it went really well. She was really sweet, very welcoming. Um, but the way I met James's mom was not a formal introduction. It was in the beginning of me and James's dating phase, kind of like, I think we like each other. Let's see where this goes. Um, and when I went over to James's house, it was very late at night. It was probably like 10 o'clock. He said, yeah, come over. He's still living with his parents at the time. We're in the front living room and we're watching like YouTube videos on his computer. And we laughed, I think, at something with the video. And I guess I laughed loud to the point where I woke up his mom. Ooh. I know. So his mom comes out. She sees this in the living room. She's like, who are you? And <laughs> um, why are you with my son? <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, oh, my name is Steph. And we call each other like other family members, parents, auntie or uncle. So I was like, hi, auntie. I'm sorry if, if I was loud. Or she goes, what are you doing? Who are you? Very, just like very caught off guard. She's rolling out of bed because someone's loud and she hears a girl's voice. Of course, she'd be upset. So uh, I remember she was tearing me into pieces with questions like, do you have a boyfriend? When's the last time you had a boyfriend? Like, oh. I mean, questions that you don't ask someone kind of questions. And I was just like, no, I don't have a boyfriend. And she asked me when was the last time I had a boyfriend, which I was not ready for that response. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to lie to her. So I was like, oh, about a, a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I am just on the wrong foot with this lady. So she eventually. She eventually was just kind of like, well, I think that it's best that you leave. Mm. She kicked you out. She did. And James at this point had nothing to say because she's not talking to him. She's talking to me because whenever James is trying to like kind of say like, mom, mom, <laughs> she would be like, no, this is a conversation between me and her. So I felt so bad. I totally wrong foot with her. James was trying to fend for me and trying to butt in, but she would not let him. So I eventually left and hopefully, you know, the night ends and she sleeps on it and she kind of just like brushes it off. No, she did not. Oh, she hung on to that, huh? She did. She said she is not allowed at the house anymore. You were banned? I was banned from their house for the first few months of dating. When did they lift the ban? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a thing. Even with the ban, I still stuck over, snuck over to his house. Oh. And I got caught sneaking over. She saw me in his room, like in the middle of the night, because you know mother's intuition. She knew that I was there. She woke. She uh, came into the room unannounced, just came in, and she goes, You again? What are you doing here? So I was never really ever allowed until eventually I picked up James one day and I was in front of their house in the car. I didn't I didn't go in and she saw me pull in and she was pulling out and we made eye contact and I kind of felt like maybe things were over. 
things were still not over. She gave me that death stare, like pulling out of her car, like not even looking at the street. Just she should have blocked her so she couldn't pull out. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, she warmed up. She let it go, and she apologizes to this day because now she just treats me like her own daughter. She but loves me so much, and she apologized for everything in the beginning. If you break it down, the right Mercedes, she, uh, James's mom is in a deep sleep, and she hears Steph laughing and making some noise, and she comes downstairs, and who's this woman with my son? And then she, you know, she wants you to leave because it's late at night. She's trying to sleep. And then this woman keeps sneaking back into her house to yeah, be with her baby boy. Yeah, she might boys. have thought you were like kind of crazy or something. Yeah, but she was, was wrong, obviously. I definitely should not have snuck over it those many times. <laughs> I do regret that. You should have gotten caught when it was. <laughs> I was caught that time, and then she probably had other inklings that we were over there, too. But, oh, man, those beginning stages of the dating with James, I will never forget. <laughs> what, did, what was the meeting like for, with your significant? others family was it positive or was it negative and if it was negative was it as bad as stuff 702-364-9400 it just that is so nerve-wracking because you want to start things off on the right note and if the parents not having it there's literally nothing you can do nothing you can do yeah these that's a tough situation how was it when you met matt uh, and his well, mom too, both because his parents were divorced at that point. They were right? divorced, so it was two separate meetings, which was so nerve wracking. So it's so funny meeting his mom. She was actually pretty nice. She was, you know, she was cordial and nice. She did make one comment about my clothes, and I didn't like it. She's like, she goes, "Where do you shop?" And she looked at my my outfit. And I remember I was wearing like kind of baggy jeans and like a sweater or something. And he said, oh, um, I, th- I think I got this at the limited. So I can't remember where it was. She's like, oh, I shop at Talbot's. You should try it. I was like, <laughs> OK, whatever. And I didn't say anything, but I was like oh, rude. And then when I met his dad, oh, it was so bad. He totally ignored me. His dad was in his uh, garage working on his motorcycle. He had a couple buddies there. And Matt's like, Dad, this is this is Mercedes. And he looked at me. He goes, hello. And I was like, hi, how are you? He's like, I'm working on something. I was like, oh, oh okay, sorry. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it. I was so scared. I'm like, your dad hates me. But same thing as Steph. I we ended up becoming like best buds and like and, and he just to this to this day my husband laughs about it. he's like he was just concentrating it was nothing against you he was working on the bikes yeah. he was a little distracted he had to get the Harley no, no your uh, Matt's dad was a Honda guy right not a Harley guy he was a Honda, Honda guy, guy yeah. yeah the Goldwing did he have a Goldwing I think so oh. I, I don't remember the names of those but yeah Goldwings are his, awesome he had his crew they had the helmets with the microphones and I'm like well I'm gonna stop up a hair <laughs> that mile marker or whatever was it good for you and Laura's family. It was, but looking back, we were both kind of thrown into the fire. The first time I met, I met her parents a quick one-off when I was picking her up at her house to drive her home. But then like the, the next time I saw them, it was Easter. And so it was like the entire family, aunts, uncles, grandparents, and it went smooth. But I was literally meeting everyone. And the same thing for Laura, when she met my family, it wasn't just meeting my parents. It was like my brother's birthday. So everyone was there, my sister, her husband, the kids, everyone. So we threw each other into the fire and it worked, thankfully. Thankfully. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't, oh boy. <laughs> oh man. This is cool. SummerSlam, Allegiant Stadium in just a couple weeks. 
Caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You're playing heads up. Cool prize. We have a pair of tickets to WWE SummerSlam Live at Allegiant Stadium on August 21st. Not only will you win tickets, but you will also be in the grand prize drawing to win yourself upgraded tickets and it comes with like a chair and all sorts it's really cool so if you want to try and win these tickets all you got to do is be caller 20 right now and pick your category pick your partner if you get six answers in 60 seconds you're gonna win easy as that caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 that's Maroon 5, their new song called Lost. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the Morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Rick, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I am. Okay, let's pick a category. Want to get you these tickets to SummerSlam at Allegiant Stadium. Do you want to go with Clean Up, Beach Day, or Tasty Sandwich? Let's go with Clean Up. Clean up. All right. Clean your floors day was yesterday. So these are all cleaning products, okay? Gotcha. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, hold on a second. I got to find my sheet so I can I can keep track. I don't have clean up in front of me. You don't have clean up. I don't have clean up. Uh, Just... I can give you a thumbs up if he gets it. All right. That sounds good. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 we trust you. Here we go. 60 <laughs> seconds on the clock. Rick, this is awesome. You get six, correct? You're going to SummerSlam. And you guys, nice. start now. You clean your floors with one of these. It's wet. It's a mop. Yes. Uh, this is what you might clean your counters with. Uh, uh, it's Patrick is friends with him. He's got square pants. And it's a... Sponge. Yes. This is uh, what you do to get all the, the dander and stuff. You use a feather... Lester. Yes, this is uh, what you use to clean clean your floor, your carpets. You you use it gets all the stuff out of there. You it, a rug doctor. No, you use it, it leaves the lines. You love the lines that this, oh vacuum. Yes, this is um this is how you clean your clothes. You you fill a cup of Tide. Tide is a type of what? Detergent. Uh, yes, this is um what you don't want your your hands to get all wrinkly, so you put on a pair of rubber. Good. Yes! You got it, Rick. Congratulations! Thank you. Rick, you're all set. Check this out. You're going to SummerSlam, August 21st, Allegiant Stadium. So you're all set with your tickets, and you're now qualified for the grand prize. The grand prize, upgraded tickets. You and I will be sitting together on the field at Allegiant Stadium, and you also get the commemorative seat as well. What? <laughs> right? That would be nice. so cool. Congratulations, Rick. I hope you get that grand prize. And we're going to have more chances for you to qualify and win tickets to SummerSlam tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock hour with Heads Up. And don't forget, next hour, there's tickets for you to go see John Mayer at 940. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 838 on Wednesday morning. They say that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Do you believe that, or is it like, don't copy me? Oh, no, I do. I believe that. I do believe that. You do? Yes. Oh, so yesterday, uh, we were at the TV station, Channel 8, hosting Las Vegas Now, and we had some guests in the studio, and one of the um, one of the publicists that was there, as they're walking out, I, I noticed something on her that I really liked, and I was going to just keep my mouth shut. She was halfway out, but 
right before she left, I just I had to say something because I really wanted to know where she got her jeans. Her jeans were really cool. They were kind of a lighter wash. There, I know like baggier, like the 90s style is kind of in and most of them are just too baggy for my taste, but they were just a little loose fitting and very flattering. High waisted. I really liked them a lot. They had some distressed look in the front. So I finally just said before she walked out, I go, hey, where did you get your jeans? Or no, I said, hey, do you mind me asking where you got your jeans? And she turns around and no, you know, no qualms says, oh, Zara. And I was like. I really like them. She's like, oh, thank you. So she she leaves. So literally got home, jumped on Zara, found them, and ordered myself a pair. And I thought, yeah, she's not in my like close circle. I see her out and about every once in a while. But if she was in my close circle, that might have that might be annoying. I think it's okay because we're not, and she won't really see me wearing those jeans. But if someone in your closer circle copies stuff that you do do you look at it as flattering or does it get annoying 702-364-9400 and have you ever had a fan uh, that literally copied everything that you did and did you did you finally tell them to, to stop <laughs> <laughs> i think it's cool i think it's cool and i do that i'll ask someone hey where'd you get that shirt or hey where's that you know what's that ring you're wearing i'll, I'll ask people about the stuff that they're wearing jewelry mm-hmm. shirts jeans i thought it was funny yesterday too because there were there were two pr girls are both uh, working with the south point and they both were they were dressed kind of similar and so i made a made a comment like did you guys plan your outfits together because they both had kind of that lighter wash jean on really both very stylish and they both had a black top on and when they were walking out they're kind of walking side by side and so when he asked that question I was wondering which girl was going to turn around, like which jeans, because they were the jeans were different, but both cool looking. They were both different. So yeah. he said, because you didn't say a name, he said, "Excuse me, can I ask you where you got your jeans?" I was like, "Oh, which girl's going to turn around?" And then the Zara girl turned the around. Right said, girl the right girl did. I mean, I like the other girls' jeans, but I really like the Zara jeans. What if the other girl would have turned around and said, "Oh, I got these at Macy's"? I would have been like, like, "Oh, cool." And what about you? <laughs> <laughs> I would have passed both of them. I didn't know they were both really cute jeans, but then I thought, "Oh, is that annoying that I just literally two hours later?" Ran home so I could order the exact same jeans. Uh, how do you feel about someone? If I said to you, oh, JC, um, I like your car. Where'd you get it? And then you tell me. And then next week I come I come driving up with your exact car. I think that's cool. It is flattery to me. It okay. Really is. But then I'm like, oh, hey, where did you uh, get your jeans? <laughs> and you tell me. And then I have the exact jeans. Like when when is it too much? Macy's man on the jeans. When is it too much? Uh, I don't know if it is too much. I mean, if you start like getting stalkerish, then maybe it's too much. But I th- I think that is cool when you ask someone what the, what they have, what do you drive, where can you know, and you start kind of copying their style. I think it's flattery. I really do, and I'm not bothered by it. And I ask people that. I think I think women are more bothered by it than guys because I've been on both sides of it where I've had people ask me where I got things and I told them, and then they get them, and I, it doesn't bother me. But I think it's like if it's every single thing then it's kind of like okay wait a second what's going on here you know what i mean i i love recommending places and and items but there was one time where uh, it was an event i had this dress on a girlfriend asked me where i got it and i told her and the next event she was wearing it and everyone all night kept saying isn't that the same dress you wore? Did you let her borrow your dress? I'm like, no, that's just, you know, no. I wasn't annoyed that she got it. I was just annoyed that it was around the same group of people. So they all thought it was my dress that I let her borrow. <laughs> <laughs> and you are great with recommendations. You really are. I do love recommend. And if I find something great, I tell everyone about it. But uh, does it ever get annoying? Steph, what about for you? Has, has that ever been an issue for you? 
It was, but my friend is the one who got mad at me. So in middle school, we always used to hang out at this mall called Plaza Bonita down in San Diego. And that was like the spot. And we were shopping around. It's me and my girls. And one of my friends bought some shoes. They were like all black Air Force Ones. I was like, oh my gosh, those are so cute. I've been trying to look for some all black shoes that kind of matches everything. The same day, I bought the same pair of shoes from the same store. And I came back with our group of friends like at the food court. I was like, hey, I got the same shoes as you. I thought she'd be like, oh my gosh, yay, we can match. She was totally mad at me. She was? She was like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Like, I wasn't expecting you to get the same shoes as me just because I recommended it. But I mean, we're in middle school. We're not really like the most mature. So I get it. I get that she was a little upset. But now that I look back at it, I was like, hey, I thought those were kind of cute. I think that we would have been like, you know, matching around town during during school. I do feel a bond with some people when I like if we're wearing the same shoes. I'm like, hey, shoe twins. <laughs> I get all excited. But I, I wonder if it's more the fact that you went out right after and did it. it I, I don't know. That That's flattering. They they You love her style. You love what she got. Yeah. And we were also in the same group group of close friends so i'm wondering she's like oh gosh here she goes everywhere we go she's gonna have the same shoes as me and maybe i should have waited maybe a couple days after but i got it like maybe within the same hour (laughs) oh that's funny there's magazines that do this and there's also websites that do this They'll, they'll take a picture of a celebrity who's out and about around town doing whatever and they'll say get this look and then they'll say okay purse you can get at h&m this you get there so mercedes someone sees you today where, where could they get that look? So, Nessa, just run down your outfit and tell us where you got it. Where can I get that look? Shoes, Nike.com, jeans, American Eagle, T-shirt, um, StarWars.com or Disney.com. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Brought by uh, Victoria's Secret. Get the look. <laughs> get the look. What about you? Uh, for me, uh, these boots I've had for, gosh, 10 years. But DSW, the jeans, Macy's Men, the V-neck, H&M. The Ring, Outlaw Jewelry, The Crystals, there's a crystal shop on Sahara, just east of Las Vegas Boulevard, and The Watch from Mercedes. Yeah, don't come to me trying to get that watch. (laughs) (laughs) The watch, birthday gift from Mercedes. Hi, Mercedes, I want to get the same watch as JC. Can you get me one, please? (laughs) Here's the website. Get it yourself. Up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about a new study that talks about how there may be a shortage of... People in the future, certain people will tell you all about that. Also, how many people say they would take a pay cut to keep doing this? And a Wisconsin town has adopted this item as its mascot. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Doja Cat says, kiss me more. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. The old saying, we're living in a man's world. Well, that may actually be true over the next couple of decades. A new study says that men are set to vastly outnumber women in the world. The study is predicting a gender imbalance soon with sex selective, uh, with them having like cultural preferences towards boys uh, in certain cultures, cutting the number of girls being born. China and India make up 95% of the loss. Researchers use data from 204 countries to predict different sex imbalance possibilities. The number is mind-boggling. A third of the world's population will see a loss of females if the trend continues, and that means a lot of single men. We need to start having some baby girls. 
Well, yeah. I mean, and your dad has a technique, right? He said he did. I I never got the details on that. <laughs> thankfully, I, I did not want to know. <laughs> did he give him to Matt? No, I I'm sure he tried, but I'm I told. Matt, just put your fingers in your ears and say, la, 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 la. Just don't listen. <laughs> and obviously, Matt did not listen. We have two girls. <laughs> it works. Uh, it works. Uh, also this morning, how much of your paycheck would you be willing to sacrifice if it meant you could work from home forever? More than one in seven people in a new poll say they would sacrifice a quarter of their earnings. 65% say they would take a 5% pay cut. 38% would take a 10% pay cut. And 15% of us say they would take a 25% pay cut to keep working remotely. Some other things that we'd be willing to do to keep working from the couch, 35 or 39% would give up their health insurance benefits. 36% say they'd give up their 401k benefits going forward. 53% say they'd, they'd work extra time, 10 hours a week. That's two additional hours a day. And 55% say they would give up social media for a year. I wouldn't want to give anything up. I like coming to the office. I do. I do like the idea of maybe like an optional day where if you, hey, if you want to work from home on Fridays, you could do that. That would be pretty cool. Don't want to give up anything for it, but that would be a nice option. The uh, us working from home, I think, has opened up a lot of doors of convenience here at the radio station because before we never had the setup at our at our house. But like uh, just using Heather, for example, she uh, was at broadcasting from home a couple weeks ago because she had a family member that had, had a procedure done and she wanted to be there for the family member who was still at home and needed some help around the house. And she was able to still do her full show from her home and still be able to take care of a family member at the same time, which I think is a cool thing. I think they realized that there is a lot that can be accomplished from home without coming in here. And just with technology, it's made it so much easier. I don't think Sean Tempest has been back in the building yet, has he? He hasn't. No, he's been doing everything from home, radio and television. And everything has gone off without a hitch. So it's kind of crazy thinking how far we've come where we can (laughs) do entire radio shows just from, you know, the... The, the office or the kitchen or wherever you're at. Did you ever move your home studio? Was it always downstairs? Did you ever like, one morning kind of just go rogue and go into the family room or go upstairs in your bedroom and no, kind of hang out? No, I had my whole setup down there. It would have been too clunky to move it uh, to another place. Yeah, it's the same way. Set upstairs. Yeah. Also this morning, a lot of people have given up on world peace because they can't even achieve civility among their Facebook friends. But a small town may have just discovered the secret to universal harmony. A giant beach ball. A huge four-foot-tall beach ball just randomly showed up in Stoughton, Wisconsin. Population, 12,611. Well, 12,612 if you count Roly Poly Oli, which is what the town has nicknamed their new celebrity hero. It all started a few weeks ago when a local Facebook post asked whose ball it was. They never figured it out, but the town has now adopted it as their mascot. They've taken turns pushing it around, kicking it to each other, taking selfies with it, and signing it. All this movement and hands-on attention it has been rough on Roly Polioli since, you know, it's a beach ball. But the local fire department has stepped in to help keep the ball fixed up, patched up, and inflated. It's unclear what the long-term plan is for it. There's been talk of naming a park after it. But the, <laughs> the town generally seems content to just enjoy seeing it around town and using it as a fun distraction with everything else going on. We used to have that big love ball we take to offices, inflate that thing. It's and... very similar to mm-hmm. that, yeah. And people are signing it, and people just love it. But the poor thing, 
it's a, it's on its last legs. It is deflated. They keep having to reinflate it, patch it up. It's it's not going to be much long for pull, poor Roly Polioli on this one. That's the same thing that happened to our love ball. Get holes in yeah. it and all that other stuff was happening to it. So in the 9 o'clock hour at 940, you're going to go see John Mayer when he comes to town next year. We've got your tickets coming up. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and lots coming up here before 10 a.m., including 940. Tickets for you to go see John Mayer. He'll be here next year. We got your tickets at 940. And then at 930, a $150 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. And don't they have a bunch of specials going on right now, Mercedes? Yeah, they have a ton of specials, and some of them, their most popular ones, including the Diamond Glow Facial. They have a, a really good specials on all therapy, which is a great skin tightening procedure, so no downtime on that. We'll have your chance to go visit coming up in just a few minutes. I, I, I think my paranoia is causing quite an inconvenience in my home. Do you run your appliances? And I'm talking about your your washing machine and your dryer. Do you run them when you're not home? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, why? Okay, because I I well, I don't run the dryer one um, when I'm not home. And it all goes back to I I don't even know how we got onto this, but this goes back to when we were in the old studios on West Sahara. And I remember some, bringing it up on the air, some, my, running my dryers. I, I remember what it was. I turned my – closing the dryer, left the house. The dryer kept running. The, the, something went out, and the dryer just kept running and running. So my dryer broke. And I remember talking about that on the show. And a listener called up and said, you should never run your washer and dryer when you're not home. Because God forbid there's some kind of incident and your dryer catches on fire. Or with your washing machine, a pipe breaks or the um, hose snaps, and there's just water going everywhere. In my mind, I'm like, you know what? I, I can deal with a flood in my house if that does happen. So I'll run my washing machine all the time. But I never put clothes in the dryer because of the, the, something a listener said some 12 years ago about how something could happen and your dryer could catch on fire and you're not home to put the thing out. It's, I mean, it's it's sound advice. It makes sense. I guess I've just never really thought about that. The, a big key is keeping the vent cleaned and cleared out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just the little... Uh, what's that little thing called? The filter inside? The lint trap? Yeah, the lint trap. I love getting that all off on one piece without it breaking, just like a sheet. And I like smelling it, too. It smells so good. (laughs) Oh, man. But no, I don't have any rules as far as that goes. I'll leave with the dishwasher on. I'll leave with the washing machine on, the dryer on. The only thing that I do that I think annoys my family is I always unplug the toaster when they're done with it. They're like, why do you unplug it? I'm like, why do we need it plugged in? They're like, well, just for convenience. I'm like, how inconvenient is it to just plug it in? It's like literally takes you one second. I don't like leaving the toaster plugged in. I always unplug it. If someone uses it and they don't unplug it, I unplug it right away. So what are your rules with appliances? 702-364-9400. A dryer thing, a toaster thing, because your fear of Mercedes, if it's plugged in, something could short circuit and think it just turn on automatically. No, I just don't like it plugged in. Oh. It just seems like a waste. <laughs> it's like, what, what is this plugged in for exactly? Like, there's nothing that's being made. It just seems like a waste. I don't think it's going to short. It's just dumb to leave it plugged in. We go one step further. We don't even keep our toaster on the counter. You if don't? You, if you got to use the toaster, it's in the cabinet underneath so you have to take it out put it on top of the counter plug it in and then when you're done with it obviously unplug it wait for it to cool off and then you put the thing away the thing is not even out on our counter yeah we we use our toaster quite a bit like the girls like to throw in waffles matt likes to eat toast or whatever um but they don't they never unplug it so i feel like i'm 
my dad, I turned in my dad going around following people, unplugging things, turning lights off. It's just uh, I finally reached that point where I'm t- I've turned into my parent. Uh, Steph, do you do you have any rules as far as appliances go? Uh, we usually unplug everything right away, like the air fryer, the toaster oven, the coffee machine, the kettle. We make sure that everything is out right away. And I don't know if it's because James's parents is that's how they taught him, like. Or if it's some rumor or myth that like, oh, that's going to spike up the energy bill. You better unplug that. Uh, And we always just make sure that we turn off every single light after every room. And if I don't, if James doesn't, I'll see him like, what's the bathroom light doing on? Turn it off. And he's like, oh, my God, you sound like my mother. (laughs) I I like to get on my husband's nerves because he came from that old school thinking of every time you turn on the light, it's 50 cents. I think his dad told him that. And so sometimes he'll say it as a joke. I mean, I know he doesn't believe it, but I'll I'll do that. I'll turn it off and on. I'm like, 50, a dollar. (laughs) And then it looks like a rave in my house. I'm like, we're going to have a house party in here. He's like, no, you're up to $18. Stop it. Like, he gets all upset. What about your other appliances? Do they leave Everything plugged, unplugged, because I'm kind of like you there. I think about the appliances that are on my counter. So there's this kettle to heat up the water. I unplug that when I'm done with it. Yeah, that needs to be unplugged. And then there is the blender that is out all the time. Unplug. Unplug it as well. Yeah, the only thing I leave plugged in is the Keurig coffee machine, and mm-hmm. that's just because I have it turn on automatically in the morning. I have it set on a timer, so it's on. Um, when I get in or when I go downstairs in the morning, that's the only thing that stays plugged in. But when I go on vacation, unplug, unplug it. Yeah. Cause I don't want to, I mean, I could turn off the timer and stuff, but I'm a big unplugger. I don't, except the one thing I always forget to unplug is my curling iron. Why is that? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> and you can convince yourself, convince yourself, but you got to go back in the driveway, go back upstairs, make sure it's unplugged, and then you can go out to dinner. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 940, you're going to go see John Mayer. Your tickets are coming up this hour. It's Mix 94.1. Parmalee, it's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. In just about five minutes, we have for you that $150 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending on Mix 94.1. We have Lizzo trending this morning. The singer has announced that she is going to be releasing new music this year. In fact, it's happening next week. Her new single, Rumors, will be arriving next week on August 13th. This will be her first new release since the arrival of her platinum-selling 2019 album, Because I Love You. And she recently started some uh, rumors herself. Joking that she was pregnant with Captain America's baby. This is something that I've been really trying to keep personal and private just between me and the father of my child. But since we're airing out all the rumors today, I've been sucking in. We're going to have a little America. She later posted a screenshot from Chris Evans' DM that said, Hi, just heard about our little bundle of joy. My mother will be so happy. Just promise me no gender reveal parties, LOLs. I love the music that she used to. It's so Captain America. It's just yes. something that I've been really trying to keep. That's great. Yeah, so new music from Lizzo coming next week. Also trending this morning is Disneyland. The happiest place on earth has a new annual pass program. It's called the Magic Key Pass. And 
and it includes four different options. They range in price from $399 for Southern California residents to $1,399 for the option with no blackout dates and the greatest flexibility for making reservations. Yes, it's going to be on a reservation-based program, and that is for crowd control reasons. The prices are lower than previous season passes, but you're you're limited to how many blackout dates that you have and that come with each options. So you may not even be able to make reservations on days that are allowed by your pass due to the park crowding. Sales of the Magic Key Passes begin on August 25th. You mentioned earlier when you went there just a couple weeks ago that it, it is kind of nice not being all crammed together. I don't I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. It was nice to stand in uh, line for Space Mountain for only 25 minutes as opposed to an hour and a half. Like that, time. that was amazing. <laughs> and finally this morning, McDonald's are, is trending. The chain previously unveiled celebrity meals featuring artists like Jay Balvin, Travis Scott, BTS. And now they're introducing another specialty meal from rapper Saweetie. She says, McDonald's and I run deep, so I had to bring my icy gang in on all my all-time favorites. So here is what you get when you order the Saweetie meal. You get a Big Mac. You get a four-piece chicken McNuggets. You get medium fries and a medium Sprite and a tangy barbecue sauce renamed the Saweetie and Sour. McDonald's is encouraging customers to quote-unquote remix the meal by topping the nuggets or the Big Mac with the fries. That's the way Sweetie does it. She she tops them with that. So the launch date is actually coming up. It's August 9th, and it's happening at participating locations, and that is what's trending. What is the honeycomb facial? You've talked about this before a couple times, a lot of times on the radio station. What's the honeycomb facial? The honeycomb facial is my favorite facial at Blue Point Medical Spa. They basically uh, take this like laser thing, and they they make a honeycomb on your face. So it... It dries weird, but when that skin peels off, it's like you have a new face. It's amazing. It's my favorite one at Blue Point Medical Spa. Well, we're looking for caller 20 right now. This sounds so good. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. Big prize up for grabs right now. Yeah, $150 gift card to treat yourself to to a service on Buffalo, just north of Cheyenne. Call to book your appointment or consultation at 702-307-3330. They're having 50% off all therapy. That's a skin type. Lightning uh, procedure, $1,800 body sculpting package, $110 frozen facial, even the $145 diamond peel. That's a good one. That's the last one I got. So if you want to win, Caller 20 gets a gift card right now, 702-364-9400. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. It's just a great way to start a day. On Mix 94.1. Hi, Becky. Yeah. Hey, you're caller 20. Woo-hoo. Woo, thank you. A $150 oh, gift card for you to enjoy all of the amazing services at Blue Point Medical Spa on Buffalo, just north of Cheyenne. You are going to love it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect timing. My daughter's getting married September 6th, so I can use it. You're going to have that glow. Oh, (laughs) you are going to glow, girl. Congratulations. The mother glow at the wedding will be very special. What a great prize that is. We have it again tomorrow morning at 930, that $150 gift card to Blue Point Medical Spa. And then coming up right after Billie Eilish, you're going to go see John Mayer. We've got your tickets. It's Mix 94.1.
That's the latest from Pink. It's all I know so far. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Hi, Nicole. Hi. You're caller 20. Yeah. Going to see John Mayer. This is going to be such a great tour. The Sob Rock Tour is coming to town. MGM Grand Garden Arena on Friday, March 11th of 2022. You're in for free. Congratulations. Thank you. Bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. He puts on such a great show. And it's a Friday night concert, too, which is even better. We've got these tickets all week long. We got them again for you tomorrow morning, 940. And actually, Heather has your next pair coming up in the 12 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And I am loving these new Odyssey exclusive stations. They're brought to you in part by Macy's and Geico. Hundreds of new exclusive music stations are available now only on the Odyssey app. And Mercedes, there really is something for everyone on this thing. Yeah, you can listen to everything from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s. As a matter of fact, myself, JC, and Sean Tempesta on the station, we all have our own curated stations that will cater to anything that you like. I have Mercedes Backyard Barbecue Classics. It is 90s, 2000s, hip-hop, R&B, party songs, whether you want to do it, listen to it during a workout or during a party or when you're just chilling, working on your laptop. It has all of your favorite songs from that era. And I've got the 80s revisited with J.C. Fernandez. And if you love 80s music, I hope you'll love this station. A bunch of hit songs in there, some kind of obscure songs. I forgot to, when we loaded the station, I forgot to put Guns N' Roses in there. And I got a note from a listener like, hey, I've been listening to the station. Sounds awesome. Been thumbs upping, thumbs downing, skipping songs. Haven't heard any GNR. I'm like, why not? And I went and looked. I'm like, oh my gosh, how could I forget Guns N' Roses? So I'm proud to say Guns N' Roses have been added to my 80s station. And then Sean Tempesta, he has Y2 Play, which is the 2000s TRL kind of era. All those videos that you used to love to watch. You can check that station out. All of those are available for you on the Odyssey app. That is it for us on a Wednesday. Heather is on the way next. She's going to have more John Mayer tickets for you coming up in the 12 o'clock hour. We'll give you the the lowdown when it's happening. 12 o'clock hour. (laughs) Now you know. So make sure you are listening for that. And right now it's time for the line of the day. There is one thing you can say for sure about Mercedes in the morning, and that is we are observant. We played this clip earlier in the week that Mark Andre Fleury, the Chicago arrival. Hey, Chicago, it's Mark. So I'll let you know I'm in. Let's get to work. What would you think of him when he put on the jersey for the first time? Did you see that video? I saw the, the picture of him uh-huh. sitting there in the locker room wearing it, and he looked miserable. He looked like he was trying to send us signals with his eyes. Let me, please He's being help. Hostage. He, that's what he looked like. I, I don't know if anyone else get that, but he looked completely miserable. Blink twice if you need help, Mark. Blink twice. Our poor, our poor, poor Fleury. What what are we gonna do without him, you guys? It's we're gonna not be okay. We're gonna be in Chicago next week. Let's uh, let's get him. <laughs> Bring him back with us. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for show number fourteen fifty six of Mercedes in the morning. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not gonna want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at mix nine four one dot fm. Mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning. Uh,